Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Surfcast, Mobile Surf's Canadian tech-focused podcast. I'm Patrick O'Rourke and Brad Bennett. A man who still refers to himself as the bad boy of tech. He's over here. He's in the studio, the Mobile Syrup studio. How are you doing, Brad? I'm good. I am in here just setting up. We're going to do some shooting later today, so getting ready, but excited to sit here and talk about all things Google-related. This week, John is also on the podcast. How are you doing, John? I'm doing pretty good. I basically haven't slept at all this week because it's teething time, baby. Oh, no. Oh, no. We'll have to have a, a, a totally... Uh, separate podcast segment about those trials and tribulations yes indeed and dean is also on the podcast today it's a full house how are you doing dean i'm good i'm tired I, I'm, not, I'm not dealing with a teething child but you know it's it's hard to get up in the morning dean's teething himself yeah he's got a couple of new guys coming in life is just teething really yeah. truly got those wisdom so, teeth coming in <laughs> yeah, that'd be great the, te- the teething never stops it goes on for no. like 20 years it's a lifelong activity. Um, so this episode is a little bit different than what we normally do. We usually have like a lead in with predictions and rumors and things like that leading into a big event. Um, in this case, Google I.O. This time we've been pre-briefed on everything. We we know what's coming. This isn't the first time we've done this, but it's the first time we're doing it on the podcast. So just to place this in the context of the world and time, I.O. hasn't happened Dean and Bennett will be down at IO. We'll have like more impressions on all of the devices, but it hasn't you'll happened get a yet. Tan. Yeah, you'll you'll get a tan too, I'm sure. <laughs> Is it outside again? I guess I guess I hope so, dude. I'm so pale. I need it to be outside. <laughs> so we got information about all the things that Google's gonna show off. I'm perfect for hosting this one because I don't I don't know anything. I wasn't at the briefings, I just know about the leaks. Each person on the pod is going to break down a different device, and we're on a relatively tight schedule with a hard out. So we'll just jump literally right right into it, um, and you'll be listening to this podcast as soon as the embargo lifts, which is on Wednesday. Can't remember the specific date. Wednesday, Wednesday the tenth, I think, is when people will be listening to this. Yeah, I mean, people ideally will be listening to this after I/O. Basically, as soon as I/O ends, this will be up. And uh, if you want to learn about some Google stuff and just hear us chat, this is the place to be. Cool. So let's get into it. The first device on the docket is the Pixel Fold, which we knew based on last IO. It's it's coming. There's been several leaks about it too, but this is like you guys got to hold it. Am I correct, Dean? Like you picked it up, no, you played you, around with you it. You are no? a liar. We did not okay. get to touch it yet. Um. So by the time this podcast airs, uh, sorry, right now we have not yet to touch it. By the time this podcast airs, we will have. Um, because we'll be in uh, California, but um, at this moment, all we know are specs. Unfortunately, since the phone is not coming to Canada, 
Uh, I think, well, that's the big thing we know is that it's not. Yeah, the phone's not going to get Anyone listening to this is just disappointed. Don't click off, though, because there's a tablet that we did get to play with. But we'll talk about the Fold first. And uh, another phone that we got to play with. And no one cares about the other phone. But um, (laughs) I'm also wrong. The Fold wasn't wasn't teased, right? Like, they never officially teased it. Yeah, it was not teased either. Yeah, yeah. Great. See? I didn't want to correct you, though, twice. But, yeah, so we didn't get to touch it, unfortunately. We will have a hands-on for google io like as soon as it's over so that'll be good but right now we can tell you about the specs and stuff um right away and i can go into that so you, uh, so you saw it though right but you, but you i've you seen nothing you pat saw we saw pictures we like have we, we've seen as much as you've seen okay. it was literally fair like enough, this and i'm not putting google on blast i actually think this was funny and, the, and they were like they the Google Canadian team really did seem that they tried to bring one up across the border for us and like the other Canadian members of the press and YouTube core and like to play with it. Um, but we got to the event and there's like all these little pedestals set up and they're just like, okay, whatever. And we noticed that like, there's no fold on any of the pedestals. We're sad. <laughs> um, but we, and then we finally sit down and they do their talking and the guy's like, you know, like, you know, we're trying to bring things back. We really tried our best to smuggle it across the border. We couldn't get it. Um, and so they just had like a dinosaur statue that they were calling the Chrome dinosaur. So, I spoke to I spoke to Google a little afterwards, and like they really like no word of a lie tried to smuggle it. Like they were trying to fake some stuff over because you you need like proof of receipts and stuff when you're tr- bringing stuff over like that. And because it's not coming out in Canada, they didn't have anything like that to actually do. So they were really just trying to smuggle it for us, and unfortunately, they couldn't. Um, but again, look at the seed IIO. It is a real thing. I'm super happy about it. I love foldables. Um, I, it's part I of me. A... Sorry. Uh, I was just part of me really a... wants to smuggle it myself. Like I want to get my hands on one and be like, I think it can be done. <laughs> I think I could bring one across the border. So, uh, for like there, we should have a Canadian review of it later in the month or maybe early next month, uh, because they are going to try to give us review units, even though it's not coming to Canada. Uh, I think they really, Google is really excited about this phone and this possibility of this device, but I just think that it's, uh, they weren't ready to bring it to every market. It's coming to us, Japan, UK, and Germany. Um, which is a little like offensive because I feel like whenever they're bringing, yeah, offense, I'm offended by it. Um, because I feel like they, when they usually like expand regions, we're in the second batch. Like it's usually US and Japan first, and then afterwards we're in that second batch and we're not in it this time. Um, so my heart hurts a little bit. Um, specs looking at a 7.6 OLED display with 120 hertz refresh rate. Uh, on the inside, outside, you're looking at a 5.8 inch display with 120 hertz uh, on the like front um, as well. It's supposed to be the thinnest ever folding phone uh, in the in the North American market. So really, they're just competing against Samsung against that. So uh, it's supposed to be thinner than the Samsung Fold. Uh, there's thinner than the Samsung like when folded or when like unfolded but I think we should be clear that like that front display is wider so like it, it totally. I think in in reality we haven't got to hold it but I think it will still feel like quite a large giant phone in our hands well, so any is going to be big right because it's it's like a looks like a sandwich when you fold it down yeah so and like the fold had a really narrow front screen so it did fold down into almost like this like truly candy bar shape like it was narrow like a TV remote whereas the pixel fold feels wider to begin with and then opens up to be even wider 
Again, like we haven't seen the device in person yet, but it looks from like the photos and the renders and, and the way that Google has talked about it. It seems like it's almost going to be kind of more like a surface duo situation where it's really, really thin, but it's like wider. Okay. That makes sense. Rather so than I the Galaxy to... Fold, which is narrow, but thick. Go ahead, Dean. We'll stop cutting you off. I know you've tried to say something <laughs> like you. five times now at this point. I was speaking to a few of the American press who have touched it and they're saying it's, uh, they kind of, it feels better. It looks, seems better than like, it's a lot more usable than the fold, uh, for in terms of just having a, just having it closed because you get the proper aspect ratio. I, I'm using my hands and no one else can see it except for us, but they, you have like a proper aspect ratio on the front. Uh, apparently they say, think, uh, Oppo fine and two like that phone. If anyone's ever seen renders of that, cause that's not in Canada either, but think that, but just slightly bigger in terms of like it's display sizes. And do, uh, do we think that this is the best move to make? Like, I, I like the idea of it being a proper phone size on the front, but I'm also like, there was an element of the front screen on the fold that was like, okay, I'm not using this all the time. So it can be a little smaller. And that narrowness did make it easy to type with one hand. Like you could get your thumb across it, which is not going to be possible on this other one, I think. I think the the reason why it's thicker, and this is just me a guessing because I, I mean, I, we haven't used it or whatever, but I think it's because uh, they want you to be using that front screen more. Like they also added a 120 hertz refresh rate on that too, right? And it's, it's a normal 5.8 inch display. That's like uh that's like a pixel a size phone i mean not anymore but it like a few years ago so i think they want us to be really using that front display and you're only flipping it bigger when you're trying to watch something on youtube or uh i don't know scroll through stuff um but i really do think their goal here is for us to it's like it's a i think the front display is supposed to be a lot more usable than samsung's do you know the u.s price yeah, it's seventeen ninety nine USD, which is well over two K Canadian. So like that's uh, so that is the exact same pricing as the Fold Four was in the US okay. as well, and which the Fold Four it's... in Canada is twenty two sixty nine. So okay, rock on. Uh, I I just pulled up the price. I I got two thousand four forty nine comparison with the exchange rate, right? Conversion, yeah. So, and like, that's how much the fold should have been in Canada. And then Samsung screwed us. <laughs> yeah. As they do every year. As so they I, do I know every we're, year. I know we're short on time and I want to move over to the, the Pixel 7a. Um, but first, like one of the things that fascinates me about this is the fact that it's not coming to Canada. That's very weird. It's crazy. Like usually we're yeah. a test market for this sort of thing. And totally. like you could re, re, like we talked about this in the office a little bit, like you could literally release like 25,000 of these phones and you would be like you'd be good in Canada. Like They're not even going to sell that many. Like that would be like the most it would sell in its lifetime, something like that. Um, I, I think the so it's, it's 2,500. It's baffling. Of yeah, these phones. honestly. 2,500. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's they they didn't need a huge sample size. I mean, the fold two if we go back that far samsung didn't bring a lot of those phones to canada either or was it the fold one one of the folds samsung didn't bring a lot of can to canada either um but they did bring it to canada which is uh surprising it's, that they didn't do it it's not just google and samsung either motorola's first fold foldable came to canada several months uh after the later, us yeah, um the surface duo came like a year later uh and then was 
almost immediately superseded by the duo too. So I don't know, I guess all these companies right think there, Canadians yeah. hate foldables. I mean, I think I'm the only thing with our dollar being so, so low too. like the, you know, when you look at it on paper, you're like, Oh, we'll sell it in the U S for under 3000. We sell it in Canada. It's going to have to be close to like 2,200 bucks. And it's like, well, that's a much harder sell to actually make. And on top of that, I know Google generally has like really plain packaging and then the specs are just like a sticker that's put on. So it, like putting bilingual packaging together shouldn't be too much of a hassle for them. But even something like that could be enough to keep a company out of here in year one, you know? Just the, the that's fact why that the, you the build another box is like, ah, we're up. That's why the voice activated assistance back in the day took so long to come here was the, the French language stuff. Um, yeah. But okay, well... We'll move on to the the 7A since we're on a tight timeline. Um, this phone's been like leaked a ton over the last couple of weeks, months. It feels like years at this point with the number of times we published Pixel 7A leaks. Like I think we even had like a new color leak yesterday. Um, but I, I, I mean like this is one of, based on like our traffic, uh, mobile surf readers are particularly interested in the like A series Pixel devices. I think it's a, a phone that the, the carriers push quite a bit. So it's it's an exciting release. But uh, now that we have information confirmed, John, do the leaks line up with what the device actually offers? Uh, yes, they do. Uh, I mean, there might be a few like minor things that are, are different, but most of the big, the big points, the big features are fairly accurate. Um, in terms of what's on offer over the Pixel 6a, we've got an improved 90 hertz screen versus 60 hertz on the 6a. Uh, improved cameras with, um, just pulling up the numbers here. The 7a has a 64 megapixel wide camera and then a 30, uh, 13 sorry, uh, megapixel ultra wide camera. So it's got those two lenses on, on the back. For the selfie, it's a 13 megapixel uh, hole punch uh, camera on the front uh, and both cameras uh, sorry all their cameras uh, on the 7a are capable of 4k 30 fps recording which is a first for the a series and uh, google also talked up its super res zoom tech uh, as well um which is which like I think hinges software off the, zoom the, yeah hinges off the well they at least when they announced it the first time they were like this is hand in hand with the tensor g2 or whatever yeah, they, they like to connect various camera features to Tensor G2, even when they don't really need Tensor G2. Like Magic Eraser, I, I was able to kind of get that working on my Pixel 3 um, back when that oh, launched, wow. even though Google says it's a Tensor exclusive feature. Yeah. Um, what was that Apple does this thing. year? Oh, the face and blur thing. I bet you that was Yeah, yeah it's face and blur, yeah. yeah. It also has wireless charging, which is new for... Yep, wireless charging... Uh, the other thing Google talked about was they rebuilt the frame of the device uh, to make it more durable. Um, it's also like holding it next to the 6A, it's like just a hair thicker. It's not something you'd notice unless you're like holding the devices next to each other and like comparing them, but it is, it's just slightly thicker. Um, but the good news for Canadians is the price is going to stay the same. So that's going to be $599 for the 7A. Um, and the 6A is going to stick around at a lower price, but we don't know what that lower price is yet in Canada. So My do you think would be just drop a hundred bucks? I think I think they'll pull an Apple, drop a hundred, maybe one hundred fifty. But it's more expensive in the states this year, which is funny. How much yeah. more? Fifty dollars more. Fifty bucks. Okay. Yeah. So, in the context of the Canadian market, John, do you think 
like I, I know it's the same price as the 6a and and that was obviously one of the like it's not really a mid-range phone i guess it is in some context but it was like one of the devices that we most often recommended to people would you still do that this year with the 7a yeah absolutely um so my whole argument with the 6a was that it was 200 dollars cheaper than the pixel 6 but offered basically all the same features. Um, it just had a worse camera, no wireless charging, and a 60 hertz screen. The 7A, at the same price as what the 6A was, fixes two of those three issues. Um, it gives you the wireless charging and it gives you the higher refresh rate screen, which are huge additions in my opinion. It's true. Um, and then it also improves the camera. It doesn't make it on par with the Pixel 7 camera hardware, uh, but it does improve the camera over the Pixel 6A. It'll be interesting to see how like the real world testing works out on that. I haven't really had that much time to play with the camera yet and compare it to the 6A to see um, how those improvements like work out and, you know, actual photos and stuff like that. But on paper, we'll have reviews it's coming. Camera. Yeah. And we do have reviews coming. Uh, John, um, I have a question for you. Have you yeah, like fully absolutely. switched over already? Yeah. Um, and how do you think, like compared to the seven, I know you haven't, it's just been, you've only got it yesterday to clarify. I, I it hasn't even been 24 yet. hours yet. <laughs> yeah. It hasn't even been 24 hours yet, but, uh, before that you're using the seven, right? Yeah. Uh, are you liking how it feels more than the seven or anything like that? Honestly, the seven a doesn't feel significantly different. I like how it sits in my hand a little bit more cause it's just a little bit smaller and, I like smaller phones. Not everybody is in that boat, but if you, I, I do like the smaller size. Um, I wouldn't even six point one inches call... isn't even yeah. small, really, but it's smaller than the seven. It is. It well, just has a nice hand feel. Remind, like I, I think Alex, me, when we opened up ours, we felt the same way. I don't know about you, Dean, but yeah, I think the hand feel is just like a really good, reasonable size. I haven't yeah. opened it yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course, but um, the. Uh, I asked that because the 7A is supposed to be like more of a mid-range. You would expect more of a mid-range feel compared to a 7, which is supposed to be more premium. So it's kind of interesting that they both kind of feel the same to you. Yeah. Um, something that was that really struck me with the Pixel 6A is it used more mid-range parts. Like it had a plastic back and stuff like that, right? Um, but the way that Google designed it is it really doesn't feel that different, right? Um, and it's the same thing with the 7A, even though it's got more mid-range parts, it doesn't feel that different in my hand compared to the Pixel 7. Yeah, like if you sit down and you really think about it and you compare and you're like, you know, you touch it and you feel it and you, you do all the stuff, you can kind of tell, okay, the Pixel 7 has more premium hardware, but for the vast majority of people who aren't going to sit and nitpick every little detail and every little thing, like the 7a is going to offer almost an identical experience to the 7 for cheaper and i think that's kind of the big important thing right there to me if i was shopping for a pixel phone right now and i was looking at the 7a or the 7 there's very little that the 7 offers that would like make me go for it over the 7a it sounds like the difference between like the iphone the regular base level iPhone and the like pro version now, at least, like reading between the lines of what you're saying, like it seems that's how Google's kind of positioning the 7A versus the 7 and the 7 does, Pro. Does the 7 even have telephoto? I don't remember. No. 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 Yes. I mean, only, only the pro has telephoto. Yeah. What's the point? Interesting. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, they all have super res zoom, so they're all going to be getting like, and with the bigger sensors, like I think bumping up to that 64 megapixel sensor means you're going to be able to do like that cropping and still getting like a 12 megapixel image out of your zooms um, and all that stuff. So I think like, I don't know, it's actually quite comparative to like a lot of stuff. I don't even know if that iPhone comparison is right because iPhones are crazy expensive. Like Alex, Alex yeah. switched to this from her iPhone 12 last night and the iPhone 12 still costs more. Than the Pixel 7a. <laughs> yeah, of course it does. And I like, wasn't necessarily the Pixel 7a meaning blows it out of the water. I didn't necessarily mean cost. I just mean like positioning of the devices. Like that's yeah. If, if I I would bet that like if I sat down with someone at Apple and they took their Apple mask off and they're being honest, which is a <laughs> a rarity, they would like admit that that's how they position the. You know what I mean? Like I think I think in the the broader structure of how they look at the phones, that's how they do it. But yeah, you're right. There's like no comparison with the cost. I think it'd be kind of like the iPhone SE. I don't know. I don't know my iPhone. If really the SE well, was good, SE, it would because that's the yeah, one that versus the iPhone. Of. It's not the yeah. SE. The SE is so low. But it's the one with the the SE has the same price though. Sure, in price, but that phone is insane that it still exists in the year yeah, yeah, of exactly. our Lord twenty twenty three. Like it, like it makes no sense. I think if the SE finally does become the 13 mini that we all sort of have heard rumors about, then the the like punching bag or the gloves get on and they start fighting it out. But for now, yeah, in the like the mid low end space, Google has got it like absolutely locked up. I'm just confused, like why would Google even? I mean, Samsung does this too, where it's it's A54 is basically the same as its S23, like the low there. But like, why do these companies even do that when there's such options? Like, I would if I were Google, I would do a 7A. And a seven pro, I would just call it the seven, but not bother with the seven at all. Right? Because they're they're so I think they're just wasting money, wasting parts and that. But yeah, I don't know, it's uh, weird because the whatever. seven goes on sale all the time. Like yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah. Goes like, the A series wasn't there one the, second, let me Sam's, look it up. Samsung's A series phones sell really good with carriers. That's like what I've been told before. They sell really good so, with carriers, yeah. Like that was my last question I was going to ask you, John, was like, do you expect Canadian carriers to be pushing the 7A hard? Uh, Yes and no. My experience, well, mostly anecdotally coming from my time years ago when I, you know, worked in carrier stores there, it always felt like there was a a push for selling iPhones because iPhones were like the big money, right? Yep. Um, They're the expensive ones. So you got the more expensive plan and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And there, there's generally a sentiment like most of the customers would come in and be like, what's the newest iPhone? Like they didn't care about anything else. They were just like, which one is the newest iPhone? Give me that one. Right. And yep. that was the extent of it. Um, and the people who knew what a pixel phone was either were already coming in to buy the pixel phone or were like looking at a different Android phone. And they were just aware of what was going on in the Android market. Um, that being said, I think the 7A is going to be priced fairly well with carriers. Um, I think the 6A was pretty pretty well priced. Um, and it's going to be a good value option. And it's going to be competing with those mid-range Samsung devices in terms of being a value option uh, at carriers. Do you think people in Canada know that the Pixel brand, like you just talked about it a little bit, like in Canada, there's always been this thing where it's like either you're buying a Samsung, not an Android phone. People like refer to it as a Samsung often. And I'm I'm talking about like the average person or an iPhone. 
Do you think that Google has broken through with the Pixel brand at this point? Like, is it a thing that's in the consciousness of like the average person who uses a cell phone in Canada? Because I, I don't think it has quite yet. Like, I think that so, people maybe like vaguely think, know what it is, but I'm not so sure. So surprisingly, you, it's, you see a lot of, uh, when I'm now swiping through Tinder, uh, you see a lot of people with like screen pictures of themselves in the mirror and it's a Pixel phone they're using. Okay. I've been seeing like a, a business lot more. lady cruising down the street, eating a sandwich, doing email. I don't know if it was email, but she was on a Pixel, Pixel phone the other day, and I was like, holy shit, I would never expect yeah, something like that. I've seen a lot more Pixel things. For a little yeah. bit of context, when I was working in carrier stores selling phones, that was like Pixel 1, Pixel 2 days, right? So it was very early. Yeah, um, we've had I've seven been... years of Pixels to be in the market to get adjusted to. Exactly. Um, so I'm sure it's different now. I don't think that Pixel is as mainstream as Samsung or uh, iPhone, but I definitely think there's been an improvement. And I Google is a little bit more uh, on top of marketing. Um, I see more Pixel ads now. I don't definitely. have cable, so I don't see stuff on cable, right? But like on there's YouTube billboards and stuff everywhere like that, in the I feel like I see more. Oh, there's yeah. billboards. See me even about them doing some advertisement with the Raptors where they had some new Raptors player or something walking around Toronto taking pictures with a Pixel phone. There's a billboard so. like that in my house and it's so random, but yeah, that's one of them. That's a big one. But even the other day I was watching the hockey game and like you know how the boards shift from like if yeah. you watch it lately, the boards like shift. Yeah, like one of I them saw that too. To, it's just Google yeah. Pixel logos, just Google Pixel all over the boards. And then even when it goes to like just the actual boards, Google still has like two boards. You know what I mean? Like they're really pushing in a way that it was they the, before. It, it was the Pixel and then the Ionic 6 that it kept switching yeah. to when I, when I was watching. So the Pixel 7a might actually also come with the Pixel earbud, A earbuds as well. Uh, they're okay. even releasing a new earbud color, uh, which I don't think you, you or Brad know about that. But uh, they're releasing a I, new I sky blue. No, like John. Sorry, I, mean, like, I, knew you, I know you oh. know. I mean, Patrick leaked, and Brad. It did yeah. leak yesterday. We were, oh, uh, did it? One, one of the interns on the team covered it yesterday. Uh, okay. So we, yeah, there's I was going to ask a, you guys about it. There's a new color. And it matches the, one of the new colors of the Pixel A. And I think they're ready. So I think it, I think they'll bundle them together. Although I learned from Motorola that um, they're the number three phone brand in North America. Of course, I think they're basing this off of USA. Uh, but it goes uh, Samsung, it goes like Samsung, Apple, Motorola. So I mean, Canada, I feel like it I goes it Samsung, different. Apple. Probably Motorola, Google, OnePlus, all like pretty close fighting for that. Yeah, third spot. but like it's, maybe it's, Motorola is winning that third place battle, but there's still millions, if not hundreds. I think it's all their mid ranges and stuff, right? So I mean, maybe like I, I don't think we really, really know what's going on in the in, in that. The Canadian category. market's a bit unique too, because like Apple has a bigger, Apple's a bigger yeah. market share. Um, they're num- number one. I don't remember what the latest stats were, but they're number one. But by, yeah, like, they're number one more than they are in the states. Um, but yeah, let's, let's switch to the Pixel tablet. Um, we don't have a ton of time, so we'll just talk about it briefly. But I know this is a device that I think you guys are particularly excited for. John, I know you talked about it a little bit. But Bennett, you got? did you guys get to hold it, play around with it? What was the experience like using it? Because we, we, we know about this device. This was like revealed at I.O. last year. It's finally coming at some point. But like, how, how did you feel about using it? Um, so yeah, Dean and I played around with it a lot. We even got them, they didn't have it set up on the dock. Like they had the dock there, but they didn't have it plugged in and we did get that plugged in after. And I would say it seemed fine. It seems snappy enough, but not, uh, like brand new iPad level snappy, but uh, like not enough to complain about in any way. The screen looked really nice. 
it was hard to gauge because it was a big room and there was music playing. The speakers on the tablet were a little disappointing on first listen. I will say, like, again, hard to gauge. There was music just generally playing in the room, hard to gauge, big room. Um, but that, to me, I was like, oh. But then when you put it on the dock, the dock is like a subwoofer. It has another speaker in it or whatnot, and it, it gets, like, way better, like, crazy better, like crushing iPads better when it's on the dock. So um, the so dock, really interesting. Just, just to back up very quickly, the dock is like what turns it in kind of to sort of like a Nest Hub style smart display. Is that the idea? Yeah. yeah. So basically okay. it's an Android tablet. And if you put it on the dock, which is included in the box, you have to buy it with the dock, which makes it $100 more than the base model iPad. Okay. I didn't expect that. Yeah, me either. Um, and then you put it on the dock, it just becomes a Nest smart display. Like you can put your photos on there, shows you the clock you know okay google stuff whatever um and yeah it, and then the speaker gets better that's about it that, and the charges and i would also argue i think dean was getting pretty good with it by the end but every single person i think that played with the dock pretty much dropped the tablet trying to put it on there the first time Interesting. Yeah, yeah it's like a learning it's, not, it's a learning curve how does it sound not dog. crazy magnets but they're not magnets, crazy okay. well like powered i don't so know so when, when it's on the dock it's it's solid right like it doesn't feel like it's gonna fall off it we'll shake the this. part that was tricky was just lining it up to get it to really just snap on there so by the end so we were there for like i don't know two hours and by the end of it like i was pretty good it was just like easy to just snap it on but it, there was a little bit of a learning curve it yeah. always felt it? like i don't i don't know if you ever did this when you were a kid but if you had two magnets and you were trying to push them together i still do when, this today yeah. So it almost felt at times like that where the magnets, if you didn't have it quite lined up right, the magnets would almost be repelling each other and it made it yeah. just a little bit tricky to line up. That's the but once you got it, it was it. good. What did it so feel probably, like in your in your hand, like actually holding it? That's what I'm curious about. Like, is it able fine. to kind of stand up? Like the iPad feels good, right? Like the mini in particular feels like a very solid, nice, like compact tablet that's well built. Does it rival that? It feels cheaper. It definitely feels cheaper, but I don't think it's worth like saying it feels bad. Like it felt fine, okay. yeah. Um, yeah. but it definitely it, it, felt a little more plasticky. Even though I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be metal on the back, but it just I, didn't I think it's aluminum like with like a ceramic matte finish or okay, something okay. like that. Porcelain. Um, they keep using the word pers- porcelain, so I'm gonna say porcelain. Weird. The only part that looked that's, porcelain that's was the, the color. It's a tile. Oh, that's just the color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah porcelain is the color name. Um, oh, okay, okay. But oh, you're right. The, my bad. The, the, I would say. Imagine it was yeah. actually made of porcelain. <laughs> that'd be, yeah, so that'd be cool. They didn't have to No, that was ceramic, I think. Yeah, ceramic. It's porcelain, <laughs> hazel, and rose are the color names. But strangely enough, there isn't a rose. Like, there's not a pink dock. And there's only there's only like a white and hazel. Oh, to dock, match it. Yeah. But there's no pink dock to match. If you get the rose weird. tablet, it just comes with the white dock. Yeah, which yeah. is weird. I, yeah. I'm not surprised. Overall, it seems like a fine tablet, but I, I really am scared of the price killing it. Because when I thought it was the same price of an iPad, plus you get the dock, I was like, oh, that's a, a thing that might make me want to jump into the Google ecosystem. I'm getting like this add-on, but not spending more. Now that I have to pay $100 more to get the dock and this tablet, I'm like less convinced, you know? So, so I don't think you said the like price. What's the yet? price? Like, I don't think you've said yeah, the price. Right? It's, Sorry. it's $699 with the tablet yeah. and the speaker dock. The charger and speaker dock by itself is one seventy nine, um, and the case is one hundred nine, and these are all Canadian prices. So you're looking you at a seven hundred dollar tablet with a speaker dock. 
Mm-hmm. Which is nice because That's I'll admit lot. there's a lot like my iPad. I'm, I actually have it here today because my MacBook is in the shop. So I'm on like a Windows laptop for this and I'm an iPad here for any like photo editing I need to. But um, this iPad generally sits on my bedside table and I just watch content on it before bed or like maybe I'll take it outside and like play some music on my like back porch. But like I don't I, I only use it for like an, two hours a day, maybe. And most of the time, it just sits there. So I like the idea of the dock giving my tablet something to do during the day, you know, just making it useful to me. Um, and this is yeah. the base level iPad, to be clear, right? Like the colorful one that was refreshed last year? Uh, well, the one I just held up is technically an iPad Pro because I love this privileged like reviewer life where I'm always like testing different things. So I had to currently, but sure. we're comparing it in our heads to the base level iPad, the one that comes in all the new colors, because that one is $600. And I would say spec wise, they feel very comparable. With like so yeah, do, should we talk about screens, specs briefly? But not great screens. Uh, uh, sure. If you've got any off the top of your head. Yeah. So really Tensor relevant. G2 in it, uh, 11 inch display, eight megapixel front and rear cameras, up to 12 hours of video streaming. I don't know what that means. Three microphones, four way speaker audio, like with the dock. It's a fingerprint sensor and eight gigabytes of RAM, 128 gigabytes of storage. It's basically a 7A, but a tablet. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, but like when much. you guys played around with it, the experience was was solid generally, right? Like it, it, it felt like felt it, like a seven A, but a tablet. It okay. felt like a really big Pixel phone. That's yeah, what it felt, it felt like. like a Pixel phone. Yeah. So before we wrap up, the like big question surrounding this is like part of what makes the iPad so good is Apple's app ecosystem. Like a lot of important, useful apps are adapted for these larger displays that the iPad offer. Has Google done any work in that respect? Have third-party app developers done any work in that respect? Because to me, that's the thing that would really hold the Pixel tablet back. And that's what's held other Android tablets back. Sorry. (laughs) I kept trying to jump in. I thought you were done your question. Google says that they've done a lot of work. I haven't seen it yet. So the the apps on the tablet were... um... They were it was just Google like the default apps. Google yeah. apps that you get if you like start up a Pixel Fresh. But in our briefings, they said that they worked with Spotify and uh, Disney Plus and Netflix and all this stuff to work with both the Pixel Tablet and the Pixel Fold. Although, okay. I mean, Some the games Fold makes well. a little more sense, but like realistically, Samsung has already put in that work. Like because Samsung tablets existed, there was already a Spotify tablet app. There was already a Netflix tablet totally. app. So Google maybe have like... Stuff. Yeah, exactly. Google maybe like tweak them with, we have a new aspect ratios, but like unless they actually have gotten some way where the apps can go between this tablet version and the mobile version, they haven't really changed anything. Like they're, they're presenting it to us like they have, but from the list of apps they presented to us, I'm like, I don't think any of those are actually new. You know, I, like all I those things I think worked well on Samsung tablets three years ago, especially Spotify. Like they didn't yeah. add the meta apps. Like they didn't say anything about Instagram, Facebook, or... Um, well, there's no Instagram like, iPad app to, to be fair. exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. Instagram runs horrible on tablets, so uh, I mean, let's yeah, it see awful. how it works on this. I was I, I was I running Instagram say... on the OnePlus tablet and watching Reels. You can do it, um, but the tablet because like if you're holding it horizontally, like in a 16 by nine, this isn't. It was a more of a squares display, but it would literally just cut off the top and bottom of the reel, and you would just watch the middle chunk, and that was all you could see, and it, like you just it would you could only see a third of the reel. That's funny. Um, yeah. I will say with the Pixel tablet, um, I noticed there was a couple software additions like in the OS, not like apps and stuff like that to make 
a little bit more tablet friendly stuff like the app switcher a little dock would pop up with like your apps and stuff like that so you could like quick switch between different apps if you had apps that were running in like a split screen mode or something like that they would show up in the the recent app switcher so you could jump back into having two apps at once um if you had two apps running side by side just little things like that that will probably be nice touches for using the tablet but not like anything super crazy and then on top of that too as long as the like core apps that like people frequently use are adapted then you're good like most people aren't downloading a bunch of crazy weird apps on their ipad they're just using the things you would expect them to use so if those are covered by the pixel tablet and they run well then you're good um we're running out of time it's going to be i was just gonna say i think it's really going to be a media tablet i think the fact that it has the dock with the speaker means like you're just going to use it as smart display you're gonna like curl up and watch like some youtube on it or play some like uh, like music in your kitchen and then put it back on the dock got it really just think that's it yeah google's not even making a keyboard for it so before we wrap up um does anybody know the release dates yeah so the pixel 7a comes out may 10th it's available on the day of google io which is really cool um and i think it'll be in stores the following day um yeah but but you can you could but you can order it from google that day yeah. Um, and then the release date for the Pixel tablet is June 19th, uh, which they haven't really said in any briefing. I had to specifically ask, uh, which is kind of weird. But yeah, June 19th for the Pixel tablet. I They didn't tell us pre-order dates, but I assume it's going to be fairly close to when, um, like Google I.O. And, and then again, the fold is this time next year. Yeah, the full yeah, time next year. In the US, I think it comes out at the end of June. Um, but so if you want one, you have to like go go head over the border and grab one. And I'm sure it'll work in Canada, but I'm yeah. looking forward to writing how to buy the Pixel Fold in, in Canada stories. Oh, totally. My, I can't my, wait. I'm my claim to fame to, for a long time. Physically smuggling it across the border. Um, anyway, I have to go, guys. I've got my out now, so I'm just going to do a quick sign out. I've been Brad Bennett. You can find me anywhere online at the Brad Fad. And uh, make sure to check out our YouTube channel soon because we're really going to start posting things. And uh, we'll do all. See you guys later. Bye. Later. Dean, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on my daily dose on Instagram or the daily Dean on Twitter. I guess now that I'm no longer verified, I can switch that over to my daily dose as well. Um, but anywho, um, that's where you can find me. And John, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at John underscore Lamont. Uh, I basically just post stuff that I'm working on uh, because Twitter is an endless hell hellhole now. Uh, you True. can also find me on the website mobilesyrup.com uh, where I write stories and you can find me on twitter at, at patrick underscore Rourke and of course on mobilesyrup.com and as always you can find all of our content on mobilesyrup.com and also follow us on twitter and instagram at, at mobilesyrup and like Bennett mentioned there'll be some really cool um, video content hitting the site relatively soon and that's it see ya Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.